0: Hello. Hey guys. Um, I know it's been two weeks, but we're back on the pod. Don't worry. And this can be a good one because we have Moriah. She has many nicknames. We have Marmar. We have, I'm trying to think what else. What are your nicknames, Mar?
1: Um, most. I don't know if you can hear me. Hello, there she so is. honored to be. On, oh, that's really loud. Sorry. <laughs> um, so honored to be on the pod. Um, lots of nicknames. Most people call me Mar. 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 Um,
0: yeah. That's that's those the two. I have a few yeah. more, but
1: not very many. Call many people call me them.
0: Yeah, I feel like whenever she's sassy, she's Mo Raya. Like <laughs> you know what I mean. That's just like her alter ego. But Mar is like. Let me give a little synopsis of who Mariah is so Mariah now that you're meeting like my entire friend group she's the friend who like really can get deep about anything like you could give her the topic of like the wall and she's like okay let's go in on it like why is the why does the wall feel that way like you know what I mean (laughs) and she will get into it but it's amazing because you literally, it's free therapy, so it's perfect, (laughs) and me and Mariah, personally, her sister was my babysitter, and how old was I? I was way too old to have a babysitter, but basically, she just would take me to like dance and stuff like that, but her sister was my babysitter, and Mariah would just come over and hang out with me, and we would literally make dances in my basement at like 12 years old. Actually, probably older than that, not gonna lie. 12 ish, we'll go with. And we also danced together like our entire lives. So that's kind of how we met. And then, yeah, her sister was the babysitter. And, you know, we just, we've been through all the awkward stages braces, ugly, down bad, like up good. (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? So we've kind of been through it all. But, yeah, so. Here's Mariah. Everyone, say Yay, hi. Hello.
1: <laughs> Thank you again for having me on the pod. Of I appreciate it so much. I feel so
0: special. Of course queen. <laughs> so we're gonna do a little mental health episode, a little bit because, like I said, Mariah's good at getting deep. So we were just gonna touch on it a little bit and how it can like affect your friendships and stuff like that. So me personally, I never had any like mental health issues until like. I would say I was about, I think it was seventh grade when I had my first like anxiety attack. I always had anxiety and depression and all that, but not like any, anything to be concerned about, I would say. So if you know me, you know, I'm not good at math. (laughs) And so, and and it genuinely triggers me now because of this, because of the story that I'm about to tell. But so we're, we're about seventh grade. Actually, sorry, not 7th grade. Sophomore year of high school. I don't know why I keep mixing those two. Sophomore year of high school, details no matter. But basically, geometry class. And I remember she was doing a problem on the board, the teacher. And I was literally sitting there. And math never makes sense to me, ever. Like, never have I ever been good at math. Agreed. And same with Mariah. So we just can't do that. That's on us. And I remember I was sitting there and literally staring at the board. And yet again, it was making no sense to me. And I remember just staring and all the numbers started moving. And my head was literally, I was starting getting so dizzy. I, all I could hear was, voices in my head I have no idea what they were saying but there were just like voices and it was getting so loud there was like a ringing noise as well I don't know if there was actually ringing noise or if it was just in my head but it kept getting louder and louder and louder and then it just got super loud and I remember I like freaked out and thought I was gonna pass out I also have a fear of passing out so I like kind of freaked myself out and was like oh my god am I about to pass out so I raised my hand and I was like um I'm about to pass out imagine, so no, literally imagine being the students in the, in the room. They're probably like, what? Like, what do we do? And so I remember the teacher was like, oh, okay. Like she was just literally shook. And so I went out in the hallway and I think I just like went to the bathroom by myself and kind of like stayed there. And that was like the beginning of my anxiety filled year. So fun. So I, it literally, That was the start of what I didn't know, a year of hell that where I couldn't leave the house. I basically, I know how, you know how people say they're like, you let your mental health like take control of yourself. It's, It's not that simple as we know, but I really could not get myself out of it. Like I could not leave the house for a year dead ass. Like, when I say I couldn't leave, I was not leaving. I barely went to school. Could not make it without freaking the fuck out. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't even be in my own house without having anxiety attacks. And so, we ended up figuring out I had panic attack disorder, where I would just have panic attacks all the time. Like, I just, and it was very physical, too. Like, I just, my heart was just out of my chest. Like, I thought I was gonna have a heart attack. I, like, my you know, all the symptoms that you get with that, and so I just couldn't leave. I barely went to school, all those things, and it was horrible, and all my friends were kind of like, what's going on? Honestly, you could probably, like, say your opinion on what you were thinking of it, because I couldn't go to, like, choir and, like, do things that I love to do, like, dance, all that stuff, because I could not leave, because I was just so in my head. I even had, like, things in place where I couldn't... I could take tests, like, in the back of classrooms. Like, in the back room. Because I just could not handle, like, being at school. Basically. And it was all because... Now that I look back on it, I think it was all because I just felt so stupid in school. And I... And I know you feel this. Like... I was so far gone in math class, math just, like I said, never made sense to me, and I felt so far gone in that class that it literally caused me to spiral, and I just felt so stupid, and I just felt like, why am I not like everyone else, why do I, like, why does this not make sense to me at all, and it was horrible, and it fucked my life up, and so I had to, like, get on medication, blah, 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 um, and then basically a year later, I literally would just pray every day, every day. And one day, I just went away. It was the weirdest thing ever. And I feel like everyone says distract yourself, and that's probably the thing that helped me the most, personally. And, you know, with anxiety also comes depression. So, also, I was depressed as hell. I was just a hot-ass mess. <laughs> Do you, like, remember that time with me? Like, what are your thoughts? <laughs> um, well, um, we
1: just... We relate on the math front. Yeah. Math was is um, a mental abuse to humans, as I like to yeah. say. Um, and I had that teacher as well. Mm-hmm. She was nice, but in, she's not the teacher that caused my math anxiety. That was yeah. the next year <laughs> um, for me. Um, but I can definitely understand, especially where we went to high school, a lot of... Um, we were friends with a lot of, like, smart kids. We were. Which is amazing for them. Love you all who are smart. Like we had a valedictorian friend, a salutatorian friend, like all of them in national honor society. Love you Queens. Um, Love them. but sometimes like it's difficult to relate to that. Cause we definitely struggled in school a lot. So that is yeah. very much anxiety inducing. But yeah. I do remember that time, um, because that's when – we we had been friends for a long time, but that's when we really started to form our friend group, I think. Right. So right. we definitely were going through that together, kind of trying to navigate. And right. when you're 15, 16, you don't know anything. Mm-hmm. So you're, we're like, what's going on? We don't know how to help her, like right. all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I can – I definitely think um, academic life can – Produce a lot of anxiety, especially with people who don't necessarily learn in the environments that our ec- education system is in right now. Yeah. Um, I will die on that hill <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah i my like my anxiety and stuff definitely every time I was at school, I felt some sort of anxiety um, and I actually think it got worse when I went to college. Mm-hmm. Um, I was so burnt out by the time, uh, like, on just, not that I'm not smart, it's just, again, I didn't learn how our education system is set up, so by the time I graduated high school, I was like, I don't even want to go to college, like, I don't even want to do this, so I went in slow, and it was, in the beginning, it was better, but I think that's really when my anxiety started to ramp up, Mm -hmm. because I didn't know what I was doing a new environment, away from most of y'all, because y'all are a year younger than me, and it was just like, I don't know what I'm doing, so that's anxiety-inducing in general. Um, my depression, though, didn't really start until I transferred to Lipscomb. Yeah. Um, if, for those of you who don't know, um, Lipscomb University is in Nashville, Tennessee. It's a very small Christian university. No one's heard of it. It's okay. Um <laughs> yeah. Um so basically I was so excited to move because I've always wanted to get away from where I grew up just experience something new. Um first semester was great. It was I was high on life in a new place, making new friends, all this stuff. Um second semester rolls around. Um so this is the beginning of 2020. And we all know what 2020 brought. Oh, we know. We know. So we know. COVID made everyone anxious and depressed in general, mm-hmm. but mine started a little bit before that when I was um, not necessarily making the best decisions. <laughs> um, I did go through a phase, um, a hoe phase, phase, if you will. Though, if you will. Um, doesn't everyone, don't judge me, because <laughs> I wouldn't judge you if you went through one, right. um, and I was basically just trying to find a, almost, it's like a band-aid, Over a bullet wound. Like, you, I started just immediately, as soon as I got back to school for second semester, it just went downhill. The high was gone, that I was in a new place. School started to get more difficult. I was messing around with people I shouldn't have been messing around with, essentially, and it just got worse and worse and worse. And then COVID came around, Mm -hmm. that hit, which made it, then I got yanked home, which, Is not great for everyone, no. and probably that just whole six months was like my worst spiral. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't stop though, so it may have gotten lighter, but it didn't stop. Um, so I I learned a lot in that phase, but it's just mental health can hit you at any time in your life. Mm-hmm. So I don't think. It's easy to explain, easy to make better. Um, mm-hmm. I am also on anxiety medicine now. Mm-hmm. That was a recent start. I do feel a lot better. Love that. So, Good. M- anyone who thinks medication doesn't work, mm-hmm. don't knock until you try it.
0: Right.
1: So, I... Ju- yeah, it's just... It can hit you whenever, and it's there's no easy fix to it. So, my... Yeah, that's kind of where mine really ramped up it's, and
0: started. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a fear A fear I have now is, like, after going through, like, the worst part of it, is, like, is that going to happen again? Because, like, now, like you said, obviously I still have anxiety. I still have depression. I still go through phases, like, that are worse than others. But, like sometimes I'm just like oh my god what if that comes back one day and I'm just like debilitated again like because you just don't know like you really don't know if that could happen when it could happen and I don't really know how I got out of it I mean I think I got out of it because of God I think there's no way I could have gotten out of that situation without God like there's no way but I don't know, like, just the fear of, like, oh, my God, is that going to come back? Because that was horrible. That was bad. And then, like, you hear about, like, postpartum depression and stuff. And I'm like, oh, fuck me. Because I already know I'm going to have, like, the worst, like, pregnancy and all that sort of stuff. And I just already in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have postpartum depression for sure. Like, good Lord. And I don't know. There's just so many things to, like, get in your head about whenever it comes to depression and I don't know. You just push your friends away and you just want to make worse decisions that you think will make yourself feel better. Like the hoe phase, like everyone's been, well, not everyone, but (laughs) you know what I'm saying? A lot of people have been through it and it's just, you think it's going to make you feel better because really you just are feeling lonely. Like that's why. And it's not going to make you feel better. It's just going to make you feel worse. And I know me and you are both like relationship girlies. And so now that we're in committed relationships, we're like, oh my god, that was actually horrible because mm-hmm. nothing beats someone you can actually count on. Like what is you know what I mean? Like what it who is someone that means absolutely nothing to you? What are they gonna do for you? They're gonna do nothing. Like they're just gonna actually make things worse with your feelings. So, I don't know. But I feel like going back to the anxiety thing in high school, like Nobody knows how to handle when your friends are going through stuff like that. There is no good way to handle it, and I feel like you guys handled it perfectly because I didn't know how to handle it either, so I wouldn't have known what to expect from you guys. I just feel like you should just always be down to listen and hang out whenever people are going through it and they do ask to hang out or... Um, talk or anything like that because it probably took them a lot to ask that because usually you want to be alone or just like feel sorry for yourself. So I would say that's like my biggest advice, being a friend to someone with mental health issues, you know? Thoughts?
1: I I definitely agree with a lot of that. Um, Isolating yourself is very easy when you're in one of the lows of mental health. Um, It's not... But I would say that it, that's not the best decision, because isolating yourself will just put you more and more into that hole. Um, also, by the way, Sydney is not pregnant. I know that she yeah. mentioned that. She's not pregnant right now. I don't know why I just thought of that. I don't know
0: why I said it like she that. She does want
1: to be a mother, though. That's why she said that. <laughs> she yet. She's not pregnant right now. True. She will be. One day. One day. <laughs> Did, after her and Cam get married, right? right. <laughs> Thank you for that. Sorry, <laughs> just quick sidestep. Um, um, that. you'll be a great mom. Thanks. Um, so I really though like. I know it's hard sometimes for friends to navigate like other person, other people's mental health, but definitely reaching out and be like, "Hey, I'm here for you when, if you, when and if you need me." Mm-hmm. So yeah, just I wouldn't isolate yourself and um. Because that's what I do. I isolate myself, like, hard. Mm -hmm. And, but I'm also, like, weird because, you know me, I'm very, I'm a very extroverted person. Mm -hmm. And I don't necessarily like being by myself. Mm -hmm. So, and I, like, for example, I spend a lot of time with my boyfriend. Because, well, he's a safe place for me and I, all that stuff. But I feel bad sometimes because then I will go over to I'll go over to his house, and I'll, like, hang out with him, like, when I feel, like, absolute crap. And I'm, like, me thinking that I'm, like, even though I want to be alone, I don't want to be alone. Yeah. So I just, like, mosey on over there and just okay. be, like, a plop of sadness. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, which he just kind of, he knows how to handle handle it now, but he, he kind of just lets me, lets me be, but I, he's also there, but... You know, mm-hmm. it's, that's, that's a weird thing that I do, so.
0: Honestly, same. I get but, that. But, hmm You just gotta do things that make you happy in those right, times.
1: Right, right. It's just, sometimes, like, there's no right way to navigate mental health or the episodes that you go through. um, therapy is real therapy. nice, too. Your girl is in need Yay. of a new, uh, of a and seeking a therapist. I had yes. one, I had one at school, which was really nice because it was free. Yeah, same.
0: But, same. um, since we're not in school no more, we I can't do that. I know, the- I know, and I love therapy, and I just feel like everyone needs there. like, even if you're, like, you have no issues, because when you think about it, why can't that help? Like, just talking things out, that can... Even if you aren't going through it, it can still be good for you to get things off your chest. Maybe you just need to rant about, like, the day you had. It's just, I don't know, I just feel like it's really healthy. And I loved going to therapy. I know it's super scary at first because you're like, uh, I don't want to be spilling my life tea to this actual stranger. But you literally are paying them to do that. So... (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's okay, and I used to be scared, you know, when you, like, hide things from your therapist, because you're like, you're like, I can only tell them so much, or they're actually gonna judge me, and I'm like, why did I do that in the past, and that's when I went through, like, SIUE counseling, like, I would just leave out details, and I'm like, no, I definitely could have, like, gone farther and told them more, and then they could have had a better understanding of what I was going through, but I didn't, and I have no idea why. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. that's what they do like they probably have heard so much worse like yeah. not even that that even matters but i don't know why do we hide things from our therapist i have no idea but we need to quit with that uh, because that's ridiculous that <laughs> that, that's so stupid i can't I, know. I, know. I can't but we're just praying all the girlies um have good mental health in 2023 because i'm feeling it You know, when you've been feeling good for, like, a little too long and you're like, oh, God, what's coming? Like, am I about to be depressed as hell the next, like, month or something? Because that's been me, like, this past week. I've just been on a high the last six months and I'm like, all right, all right, what's coming? Like, something's got to go wrong. Like, my mental health's got to go down at some point. But I need to stop thinking like that, so we're working on it. That is your anxiety talking. It's the anxiety. You are, It is self fulfilling
1: prophecy. Your girl. Your girl loves psych. Anyway, talk about it. When I don't know if it's necessarily. It's really that can be put with anything in your life, but um, a lot of people like start thinking they're like, oh my life has been pretty in order, pretty like calm and all that stuff. Like something is bound to happen, but that's the voice in your head that you need to try to not listen to, um, because that is working against you, and when you think something like bad is going to happen, or your mental health is going to take a dip, it's almost like you're manifesting it to happen, That's and so you don't want that to happen, so self-fulfilling prophecy is very much a thing.
0: You're spitting, Mariah! Thank you. Wow. Like I said, I really
1: like, loved psych- taking psychology in college, so it's very much, like if i'm not saying that ever like staying positive all the time will automatically like keep that away cuz that doesn't yeah. always happen mm-hmm. and i'm not i'm not saying i'm perfect at it either right because i've also felt that way like i was like oh i've been feeling good or like, what's about to happen or yeah. all this stuff so it's it's like yes you that uh, that might always be in the back of your mind but you always have to be like what are the ways that i can keep like keep my mental health up like like when you're feeling good it's important to keep trying to like what is the word i'm looking for like practice good mental health and all that stuff. It's kind of like when yeah. you, when you like are taking medication, like when people take medication mm-hmm. and then they feel better and stop taking it. Yeah. But you're like, no, you have, need to keep taking keep it because that's, because it. it's working. Yeah. It's working um, for you. It's working. It's working. So. I agree. Like with anxiety medication, like mm-hmm. I, it has been working for me. I love that. And I feel a lot better and I keep taking it. Do you think it helps the depression? Yes.
0: That's amazing. Um,
1: also environment for one thing that I've, um, Notice about my depression is the environment that I've been in. A hundred percent. Probably within the last year, my my depression has been a lot better because I've been in a better, mentally healthy place and state. Yep. You already you already know all about that. Yep. Um, but when I got home from school, which was May of twenty twenty one, um, I immediately. Went into, which I just recently uh, figured this out, yeah. fight or flight mode. Yeah. I was in that mode for that's almost a whole year, that's which, you know how I used to talk about how like I was so, like about a year ago, I was like, mm-hmm. I was so numb, like I couldn't you even were. feel my own feelings or emotions and all that stuff, but that's because I was in or, fight or flight mode, but as soon as I, I moved out mm-hmm. of that situation, um, my childhood home was sold, so that's why I moved Mm -hmm. out, um, and then I moved in with my other parent, Mm -hmm. the environment was a lot more calm, and it didn't immediately make everything better, but it was almost like a weight of it was lifted, Mm -hmm. so, yes, environment can definitely, um, factor in some of your mental health, um, because not every person around you
0: is, um, wanting to get better, from their mental health. I'm jumping in on that one because that's something you have to realize too. Because when you think about it, not everyone in your life is going to be with you through your whole life. Like, think about all the people that have come in and out of your life. Not everyone was meant to stay, like, some people were meant for just certain phases of your life. And so, that's something that they said in church today. They were like, sometimes you have to leave some people behind so you can move forward. And I was like, true that. Even if it's like a family member, you have to set boundaries. Because, It just because you're supposed to, you know, like, obviously you should respect your family members and all those things. Just because you're supposed to get along with them or whatever the case may be that everyone says you need to be doing. You really don't because if that is affecting your mental health to where it's debilitating, then guess what? You can set a boundary and you can say, no, I don't want to be around that. And I can't imagine how hard that is. And I don't know if you want to talk more about it, but like it's, it can be done and people do it all the time. And even with friends, like some friends, you just it's not the right time for them to be in your life. They may be a different maturity than you, um, et cetera, et cetera. And as hard as it is, it doesn't mean they're a bad person. It's just not good for you personally. You have to look out for yourself. Like, and that's not being selfish. That's just literally so you can have a good, healthy mindset. Yeah. Thoughts, <laughs> protect, basically protect your peace. Yes,
1: um, yes. Yeah. I just, I agree. People and environments can definitely affect your mental health, um, as I know too well. Too, and yeah. I've been trying to set boundaries mm-hmm. better. It's been sometimes very difficult. So I'm, wow. I'm about to officially like move out, move out from a parent.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: though this parent is very much um, the parent that I'm currently living with is um, a lot calmer and a lot more stable Mm -hmm. i want to say um and my other parent um keeps asking me about if they could help me like on move-in day and i am very anxious about that Mm -hmm. because when we moved out of my childhood home last year it was absolute hell Mm -hmm. for literally everyone um and then at one point i was i was just so fed up that i was like i'm done i'm not doing this anymore um all my stuff is out. Good luck. Goodbye. Whatever. Which is very a lot of people would say that was really harsh, but at that point I had um had I had it. I was past the point yeah. and I just had to protect my peace at that point. Yeah. So, and I'm very nervous about her I said her. Sorry.
0: Parent parent
1: <laughs> 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 about them trying to um help me because they make these situations stressful. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. It's just
1: protect your peace at all costs mantra for 2023.
0: Also, you know, when you're about to snap. So that's when you have to like cut, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you know, when things are about to go south. Mm -hmm. So even if someone is still pushing you, it's like, nah, you got to cut it because, you know, things are about to go bad, basically. Mm -hmm. So protect your peace, as Mariah would say, and... Yeah, if people need to go, they need to go. And that's literally that on that. Also, with the environment thing, even if it's like, for me personally, I need a clean like space to literally feel happy because that, but honestly, but some people love a messy space and that makes them feel like comforted. I don't know, like everyone's different, but I love like a routine. So if I got a candle lit and I got my show on and some popcorn, like I'm thriving. So even if that's your environment, um... Just make sure you have the people around you that you want, and also, like, the physical environment, too, because you need that as well, and that can affect your mood a lot. Like, even a good shower. You know when you have your shower, and it's, like, you're shaving your legs, you're shaving your whole body, you're doing a hair mask, like, you're doing the... Someone on TikTok called it, like, your full shower or something, or... They were, like, ask your boyfriend what, like, an everything shower means. Yeah. And then her boyfriend was, like, oh, yeah, that's when sh- you, like, shave your whole body and everything. And I asked Cam what it meant. And he was, like, he answered it correctly. And I was, like, yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, even that, for me, I'm, like, that will send me to the moon. Like, love that. Love that so much. That will make me so calm. So, just, like, you got to know what will basically bring yourself back down to Earth. Yeah. That could
1: be- <sighs> I agree with all of that. Um, I'm definitely one to not so much when I was younger, but I'm very much now trying um, a very clean space person Mm -hmm. to just because a messy space can be anxiety inducing and Mm -hmm. then you won't feel like the calmness that you need to. Right. so definitely clean space definitely love a show love a show or a podcast or, pod. or just listen or to music exaggeration station <laughs> yeah we love her we love exaggeration station yes. but like yeah definitely try to find or reading a book reading a yes. book is very calming yes. I love I, need to do that. I yeah I love listening to my audible my oh. audio books I love love audible shout out audible oh, but I it's really just yeah I love listening to that I or just that. just kind of It's almost like meditation, Mm -hmm. like in your own way. So
0: it is. So that's that on that. That's that on that.
1: (laughs) Everyone has um, mental health in some way or another. Yep. Got to protect your peace. Protect your peace. All the things.
0: And if people need to leave your Mm -hmm. life, then let them leave. And that's (laughs) that on that. (laughs) And that's the episode. That's the episode. (sighs) Thanks, Marv, for coming on. Thank love you for love you. Love you. you love you love you all right guys well obviously dm me for any requests on the instagram exaggeration station on instagram and i will literally talk about anything that you dm me so don't hold back because even if it's crazy i'm ready to pop off in 2023 so i'll see you guys next week bye